Welcome to the Write Start Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Iannucci. I'm a full-time freelance writer and co-author of more than 20 books. I've been where you are, wanting to start your writing career. I've had successes and failures, and I've learned a lot through my 30-plus year career. In this podcast, I'm passing all of what I've learned on to you and bringing you some of the best writers in the business to share their stories and advice so you can achieve the same success. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. As I mentioned, my name is Lisa Iannucci, and in this premiere episode of The Right Start, it's just going to be little old me, but future episodes will be a combination of guests and other episodes of just little old me. So in this episode, I wanted to tell you a little about me and my career, what you can expect from this podcast going forward, what else I'm working on, and to close out, I'm going to leave you with five things you should think about if you want to become a freelance writer. So who am I and how did I get here? Not everyone knows what they want to be when they grow up, especially when they're really young, but I did really young. When I read Highlights, remember Highlights? I remember saying, I want to write that story. I read anything by Judy Bloom and Beverly Cleary, and I knew that I wanted to be a writer too. I read so many books that my mom couldn't even keep up with me getting them, so I would win them in spelling bees in school and take out piles of them from the library. When I found magazines as I got older, the desire to be a writer grew even stronger. I always said that I wanted to be a doctor, and I loved writing about health topics, and I did that when I was older. But inside, I knew I really wanted to be a writer. I don't remember how I came across this, but I learned what a full-time freelance writer was at a really early age, and I thought, I want to stay home and write all the time. Now, I have to say that I was an 80s kid, so I watched The Facts of Life. Go ahead and laugh and chuckle. But I loved the show. I watched it religiously. And I identified with Natalie, who always wanted to be a writer, too. A goofy episode of that show had Natalie sitting in a diner, writing a story, and using the customers and the staff as characters. Charo makes an appearance. It's, it's really strange. But all I thought about while I was watching it was, I can't wait to sit in a diner and do the same thing. Then I learned about people who were traveling the globe and wrote articles about people they met along the way. And I thought, this is definitely what I want to do. Plus, I was such a film and TV buff that I knew I wanted to write screenplays. Life took me down a little bit of a different path. I went to college and majored in communications and screenwriting, and I worked as an administrative assistant in a few Fortune 500 companies before I landed an editorial assistant job at Home Mechanics Magazine, and I learned the business for a few years. It was actually a really good experience. It was here that I learned how editors looked at query letters, and I learned how stories were put together. It was really helpful. At the same time, I found Writer's Digest magazine, which opened up a whole world of learning about freelance writing to me. I remember asking my mother when I was 16 for a subscription. 16! But that magazine taught me so much more about pitching editors, finding ideas, making this a career, and how to be a better writer. 
believe it or not, one of the first articles I ever sold was to Writer's Digest while I was working at Home Mechanics. More on that another time. But I wasn't a full-time freelance writer at this point. I was only part-time. I would work my full-time job and then go home and type, yes, type query letters or pitch letters, as you might know them as, to mail out, yes, mail out to magazines. I would actually have to wait for the pitches to come back in the mail and find out if they were accepted or rejected. Then I came across Gary Provost's books about becoming a writer, and he said, send out a bunch of postcards to magazines you want to write for and introduce yourself. I guess you could say this was the 80s versions of emails and LOIs and offer to do a test assignment. So I did that. I sent out a bunch, and I heard back from the editor of Westchester Spotlight at the time, because I lived in Westchester County, New York. Gaden Wren wrote me and said he doesn't do test assignments, but he'd give me a real paid assignment and see how I did. I did it, and then I ended up writing for the next couple of years for that publication, and I learned so much from him. He would give me tips after each article on how to make it better. I got to profile some of the coolest people and was getting paid to do it and learning along the way. But I still wondered, how can I make that jump to getting paid to do this all the time? A few years later, I was married and pregnant. I quit my job to work from home and decided to work at night to build up my business so that it was full time. Yes, I had some stability from my husband's job, like, and many of you might have that ability and some of you may not. But like many of you who probably want to do this too, I wanted to get to the point where I was carrying the same, if not more, of the same salary I was making from my full-time job that I left. I had my own goals and my own dreams, and now I was a young mom and working to make them come true. It took about three or four years of hard work before I matched that Fortune 500 salary. Another year, I exceeded it. Since then, I've written for many publications. I'm not going to rattle them off here, but just a couple are Woman's Day, Woman's World, Weight Watchers, Shape, USA Weekend, and so many more. I wrote for trade journals for years. I wrote for Dunkin' Donuts trade journals, real estate trade journals, medical trade journals, and I wrote for associations, builders associations, real estate associations. I jumped into books at one point and have since co-written, written, and ghost-written more than 20 plus books. I'm still working on the scripts part, more of that later, but my business has been a success and I've been a full-time freelance writer for more than 20 years. I love my life and you'll learn about it, but you'll also learn what it takes to get here. I won't hold back. We'll talk about rejection, making mistakes with your sources, firing editors, and you getting fired from work. It happens. We'll talk about money, and you'll learn how to fit your career around your kids' schedules or if something goes wrong in your life. I lost my husband, fought cancer twice, and of course there have been ups and downs in this country that damaged my business too. I'll share how I got through that, my lows and my highs, and how you can too. I'll answer your questions and most importantly share the stories of my guests who have done all of this and more. I am so excited about who's coming up on this weekly podcast. There are people with years of experience, award-winning authors, marketing experts, and I can go on. 
I would do another podcast. I'm actually falling in love with podcasting and it's called Real Travels. And I love doing that one. But this one gets me super excited. And that's because I've taught students all throughout New York State through libraries, colleges, and bookstores. And they can tell you that my courses and hopefully this podcast gives out so much information. I want you to leave here feeling like you got what you came here for, how to build your business. So on that note, we'll be honest that I'm developing a full-time freelance writing course through Teachable that will launch really soon. This is not going to be a walking advertisement for that. I'll mention it, but you'll learn just as much here as you will there. Please let me know if there's anything you want me to talk about or what you think about this show. I'd love to hear it. So on that note, I'm going to leave you with five things about full-time freelance writing that you should know. One, it's hard. I'm not at home eating bonbons all day. Okay, I had a couple of Malomars today, but they don't count. And watching soap operas. While my day is there to schedule how I want, and for me that means I could take a long lunch if I really wanted to, I have work to do each and every day. I can't call out sick. I'm marketing my butt off all the time or promoting my work to build my platform. More on that later. I'm scheduling interviews, keeping up on topics I'm interested in, doing more. We will talk about the calling out sick part because technically there are going to be times you're going to have to do it, but you're going to have to have a plan in place or a way to communicate with your editors. Those are all things I'm going to talk about, but this is hard. This is a business. But on that note, number two is it's also wonderful. I've worked hard to get to this point in my career where editors come to me with assignments and I'm known in several industries. If I want to take time off to visit my daughter and then come back home and work at night, I can do that. I've earned it. And you can get to the point where you earn it too. It's right there. I'll show you how to get started. My favorite phrase when I talk about writing is, it depends. Okay, that sounds wishy-washy. But the truth is that everything someone asks me, I have an answer for. But if I say I did it this way, Most likely, you'll find someone who did it faster or easier than I did or had more success on something than I did. But that's okay. So if you ask me, for example, how much money you can make doing something, I'll say, it depends. Some people make more money writing for trades. Some people make a ton writing for consumer publications or content marketing. Some writers split their writing. Again, we'll talk about that too. So it depends. That's okay. Everyone's path is different, and I want you to find your own. That's what this is about, your path. I'm just using my experiences and my guests to help you figure it all out. Number four, you need to treat this like a business. Want to succeed? This isn't a hobby. It's a business. You want to quit that nine to five? You want to not have to work three jobs? You want this to be your number one income? You have to treat this like a business. So you're going to have to learn some marketing and how to write pitches to editors and how to make one idea become four assignments, not just one. Want to be a full successful full-time freelance writer? I will say this again. Treat it like a business, period. More on that later. Number five, you need to understand rejection is part of the process. If you are pitching an editor an idea you think is the best thing since sliced bread, 
understand that most likely you're going to get rejected. Somebody else is probably thinking of the same idea or a twist on the same idea. So this podcast will teach you how to turn that rejection into a sale with another publication or maybe even multiple publications. Get up, dust the keyboard off, keep going. What did I say before? It's a business. You can't take rejection personally. And that's so hard for a lot of new writers to understand. We will work through that. So I am so excited to welcome you to The Right Start. This is your journey, and I hope every podcast you hear moves you one step closer to your goals. Please follow me on Instagram at The Right Start Podcast. It's time for you and for your full-time writing career. It's time for The Right Start. I'll see you next time.